This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Greetings, I am Barry. If you're searching for answers, spiritual help, clairvoyant readings, healings, crystals, books, incense or jewellery, you need to go to Infinity, Hamilton Spiritual Centre, in the new premises at 550 Anglesey Street, or you can phone us on 838 1838. This is your link between this life and the next. Become the change the world needs today. Greetings, I am Barry. This is the voice within for another week. Well, here we are, September already. So it's probably time to catch up with Lee Harris and see what uh, excitement we can look forward to for the month of September. Hi, I'm Lee. I'm an intuitive and a channeler. And every month I take the pulse on what is showing up for us now, collectively and energetically, and what might be showing up in the weeks and months to come. Just a few of the themes I will touch on this month are the creational power of words and how important they are in this war of words that we're currently experiencing, high energy acceleration incoming and what that will look like for you, and also the importance of our healing and attending to it, especially through new healing modalities, and much more. So stay tuned for the full update. Welcome everyone to the energy update for September. Um, There's going to be a lot to get through today. I took quite a lot of time off in the last month during which I was visioning, intuiting and really tuning in on not just this month but the months and years to come. And so I got a lot of interesting information and I'm going to share some of that today through some of the themes that we will focus on September but also what will be showing up in the next kind of four to six months. So firstly, if you enjoy these updates or any of my other free content, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're here on YouTube. Uh, Or if you aren't watching this on YouTube or you're listening on my Impact the World podcast, you can join my newsletter at leeharrisenergy.com and we'll let you know every time more content is available. But for today, let's take a look at some of the themes that are showing up because there's a lot going on on the planet all at once at a higher speed than ever before. We've been talking about this for years and the fact that this was happening, but the visceral and overwhelming nature of it, especially if you are sensitive, energetically tuned or tapped in, uh, or someone who feels like you are more awake than you used to be, can be a lot to deal with, especially as we are at this time and really the beginning time of a planetary awakening, which is not necessarily happening in a grace-filled way sometimes, but a lot of the times it's happening through devastation or grief or shock. So we'll take a look at some of the themes for the month, but think of these as things that you might want to carry through the end of the year. And I'm sure because we're all on slightly different timelines, as usual, some of the things I say you may have already been tapping into and going through. So let's get started. 
Theme number one is a high energy acceleration incoming. So this means higher energies are coming in faster than ever before. I did talk about this a few months ago and some of you will already be experiencing that in your life. High energy can look like many different things, but it really belongs and pertains to fast healing. So going through very big shifts, things that perhaps previously would have taken you years, months, weeks, can now be happening in a very intense and quick way in a day. And when I say intense, I think we're very conditioned to think that that means there's a certain level of suffering or pain involved. And actually the opposite is true when you look at this high energy acceleration. Many of you will be marveling at how quickly you can change old beliefs, notice that you're no longer running emotional patterns in your life that you used to, but it is very fast and there is a greater purpose to it. It's not just about healing in the moment, it's actually about who we are becoming for the future and stepping into more of our soul power and who we came here to be. But it can be very human, you know, it can look very human. And so don't be disheartened if you're having some of those days or waves where you're thinking, wow, this has really walloped me. That's par for the course, but this is where paying attention to how you are balancing yourself, looking after yourself and being acknowledging of the fact that the energy is moving fast. If you're anything like me, I didn't know to acknowledge energy for at least the first half of my life and then have spent a lot of time figuring out that if I don't acknowledge what's showing up energetically, I'm not showing up. I'm either crumpled, withdrawn, pulled back. And I say all of this with some hesitation because I think there are moments that all of us are experiencing right now in reaction to the shockwaves or the pain or suffering that we're seeing going around the planet, both real pain and suffering and feared pain and suffering. There is a difference between the two and depending on who you are, where you are in the world right now, you can be in either of those camps. But this high energy acceleration, conversely, can put you into feelings of deep presence to your life and being alive right now. And the paradox for many sensitives of this time is that you can have empathy and offer support and feel and act to help groups or people who might need your help right now, while at the same time recognizing that you've perhaps never felt more alive than ever before or more present or more here for it, more here for this time. So high energy acceleration is going on across the planet and it's going to carry on through the end of the year. So deep presence, blissful connected moments, and often a euphoric or fast healing energy that might just grab you and sweep you one day and spin you around for a few days. But then when you come out the other side, you'll notice some of your density, your heavier beliefs, your alignment with suffering has changed. And that's really important for now. That doesn't make you dispassionate to the suffering of others, but it will make you more useful than if you're getting caught up in all of it all of the time with and for others. The next theme is releasing our feelings rather than turning them into a story. Easier said than done, right? Because we're human, but releasing our feelings rather than turning them into a story really pertains to recognizing that feelings are feelings and they need to move through us, otherwise they get stuck. And when our feelings get stuck, we tend to take them to the mind and play out a story. So for example, 
any despair that you are feeling right now about collective issues, things that you're seeing in the world, and collective confusion is despair. So you have to feel it as despair to release it. What we can tend to do, and we do this as a, as a, as a group, all of us do it, and we hand it to each other, we will try and release small pieces of emotion through densely woven stories. So we'll tell each other stories of the terrible thing that has happened to us or that is happening in the world, whereas the fastest way for us to change the story and to be present to the story is if we really feel our despair. So I know that many of you might be like, I don't want to feel any more despair, but that will tend to be that the story that you are running in your mind about what's going on, or more importantly, what's going to happen in the future is holding you in a place of despair, whereas actually this is a time where all of us need to grieve, feel despair, not like what we're seeing, but have that experience for a series of minutes or hours at most, not for weeks at a time, because then we're locked in the story and the emotion cycle. So this brings me to my next point, which is be very open right now to finding new healing modalities. Um, often I think if you are someone who has had a modality that works for you, so a modality could be yoga or breath work or any of the, if you like, spiritual or healing arts that bring you peace, the tendency can be to think, well, it's just not, it's just not doing what it used to do, but I won't go and find anything else. This is a time where all of us are being pushed into the new. It's a very new time on the planet. The energy is very different to how it was even three years ago. And so we are allowing ourselves to come to new modalities. So if you are feeling stuck or like the, the story of despair has become your life, you have to find new healing modalities. You might need to find a really great trauma therapist or a technique that's going to help you to unearth and move some of that emotion out. Because if we don't, we can't tap into these higher energies that are present for now. They're coming in because there is essentially an energetic war going on on the planet between what some of you might call light and dark, some might call lower or higher vibrations. So the high is pouring in, but the human collective narrative wants us to focus on the low. And so even if you're someone who perhaps doesn't watch uh, news or those kinds of stories that are out there, and you're feeling like you don't resonate with that, you're talking to other people who do. So the virus of fear spreads very quickly among us and through us. So what it dislodges in your own body is going to be very important. What's happening on the planet right now isn't just a story that we're watching or experiencing, it's also a story that we're healing through. So whatever your personal opinions or beliefs are about what you're seeing going on out there, Pay attention to what's going on in here and in here around it, because we're supposed to release a lot of that stuff. We're not supposed to hold on to it or get into defense around it or want to fight someone about it, although you're going to see plenty of that going on because a lot of people aren't feeling what they need to feel. They are instead buried in a story. We've all been there, even if you're not there right now. I can think of countless times when I've been buried in the story. So. It's not about blaming or judging those people or saying, why aren't they waking up more? Especially if you're someone who's annoyed about how unawake the world feels or seems to you right now. Very important for you to get back in your power and stop observing what's going on out there 
and literally be the change you wish to see in the world. One of the downloads I got from my guides uh, in the last couple of weeks was they said that only 30% of the planet need to wake up enough to not even have uh, strong convictions about what they think they're seeing going on, but questioning it. That our questioning is really important right now. And any viewpoint or slant that doesn't allow room for questioning or debate is coming from a very low frequency. And we have to be mindful of that. And even though you'll be seeing it go on around you, you'll see it out there on the stories, on the news, you'll see other people parroting it back to you. You might see people getting into fights about it. You might be getting into a fight with someone about it. Back up and ask yourself, what emotion needs to leave me here? Because we can't go forward and become more of who we are without dropping some of the old emotions that created very fixed stories. And no matter how quantum you are in your beliefs, no matter how advanced you are with your spiritual beliefs, we're all humans and souls on the planet. And right now there is a major human shift going on that is rattling everyone's cage. So we too will be going through that release process. So that's why I say find new healing modalities. Or even for you, it could be as simple as figuring out that you like dancing around the house every morning and you just haven't been doing it enough. But that is shaking your energy off. It doesn't always need to look like a therapist or a fixed way of doing things. But recognize if you're feeling lower more of the time, you're going to need to find a new way to move yourself out of it. And be kind to yourself because that stuff's intense. Uh, a hard day with healing or feeling stuck is a hard day. So just be kind to yourself, but set the intention that you're going to figure out what you need to do to shift your energy. Because we have to work a little bit harder now to shift our energy than we did even two or three years ago. But if we do, the rewards and the energy return is there. So um, let me see, where have we gone? Da 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 da. Perfect. Um, intuitives. Prediction is changing, and I've said this a couple times over the last few years, but they gave me a very specific example the other day. Um, in the past, you might have had a feeling about the week to come, and you might have thought, oh, there's a funny feeling about this week. That might mean X, Y, or Z is going to happen. And what my guide said is compared to how you may have been able to predict those kinds of things before, you might have 30 to 40% accuracy now. Um, the, at the form of the energy. So you're tracking the energy correctly. You're feeling a, an earthquakey energy that's moving across the planet in the week to come, maybe. But don't let your mind prescribe what it thinks that is going to look like, because it's going to be very different to how it was before. And we are getting these massive energy waves that come in, that come in so fast, they don't have time to take form in the third dimension. That's what I mean by the energy is accelerating. So the old way of tracking energy and knowing how things were going to show up has kind of been thrown in the air, which is part of the disorientation and the confusion that everyone is feeling, as well as all of the changes in the grounded world. But this is important to understand because sometimes your fear or anxiety can lead you to tell yourself a story. There's that word again about what's going to happen. And we know that when we get locked in anxiety or fear of the future, we come away from our true senses, our intuition. Fear will make us back away 
from our intuition and our senses. It sends us into a spin, which is why this past couple of years have been so tumultuous as well. The temptation into fear has been higher than ever before. So we have to work doubly hard to, even if not in ourselves, be mindful of the fact that it's out there in other people. So really tune in on what you feel to be true, but equally pay attention to what actually happens. I've met many people who are very scared because of things that other people have told them. And there's nothing wrong with listening to someone that you align with. But what I've, I've met with a couple of people is they're not fully aligned with what that person has told them. But because that person told it to them in such a way that it activated their fear, they now can't get it out of their head. So they can no longer be clear on discerning what's true for them. We're all in a very, very multidimensional planet, which means we are all unique. Yes, we're connected, but we are all experiencing things in slightly different ways. And for good reason, that's by design. So this is absolutely not the time for us to give our power away in any way, shape or form. This is a time where we're being asked as human beings, will we hold on to our power and our sovereignty? And that can be attributed to any area right now, including giving our power away to someone like me, for example. So uh, I'm here talking about the energetics and it's really important that you take the bits you need, take the bits you resonate with and dismiss those that you don't. And that leads me to my, and that's true for all of us. We have to be doing that with everybody. What feels true to me in my body right now? And it's not about accusing some person of trying to lead you down the wrong path. Although we're going to see quite a bit of that at the moment. We're definitely seeing that showing up in society. Um, but it's more about knowing what's true for and in you because we as human beings have been under a very conditioned spell that is now breaking. And it's breaking in dramatic, painful and shocking ways but it's also breaking in ways that is unleashing a certain level of power back into we human beings. And when I say power, I mean soul power, the power of the soul, which is why there's such a battle going on right now, because we're approaching a time where more of that soul power can flood in. So this brings me to one of my final points for today, but a very important one. My guides wanted me to talk about the creational power of our words because we are in a war of words. Words are often the way that we navigate the world, communicate with each other. But it's so interesting, isn't it? I don't know about you guys, but I have been, um, I've been reading some articles lately uh, that, that have cropped up online or have been sent to me. And I really love a clean article. You know, I love an article where it's giving you, the reader, the opportunity to examine some truth, to see what feels true for you. It's bringing you some information. What I don't love is the articles that tell me how to think or how to feel, because as soon as they come toward me, they feel very distorted and they start to do things to my energy. So we're in a war of words where words are being used to attempt to separate us. And sure, we will see separation. We will see division. That's definitely here. You can't pretend that isn't happening. But equally, we are going to see more and more people start to wake up and shake up to who they are, to what they think is true, 
and to bring forth a little more of their no and a little more of their power to affect change on the planet in the years to come. But it's, it's a tight period that we're in energetically. It's not, it's not a highly comfortable period. Sometimes it is, but other times it can feel very tight. So low energy directed words are words that are aimed in your direction, designed to direct your focus, your emotions, and your attention in a certain way. I'll give an example. So uh, one way to say, um, let's talk about the Olympics. So let's say um, contestant X lost their race. Okay, there's a fact there. They didn't take the position that they wanted. They lost a race, sure. Uh, I could also say contestant X, who, contestant X who looked exhausted and deflated and has really let their country down didn't win the race. So there you're given two very different ways of telling the story. You're just given some facts that you're allowed to consider. And in the other one, you're asked to think about contestant X in a certain way. There's a manipulation of your emotions in that story. And if you aren't paying attention, you will take that in and start to feel it as truth. That's how the war of words works. So most of you watching this probably are already privy to that. But why it's important to be even more mindful about it right now and to speak your truth when your truth is appropriate is because others around you might not be quite so aware of it. So speaking your truth, by the way, is not necessarily, and in fact, the weakest thing you can do when you speak your truth is speak your truth to try and make the other person agree with you. But speaking your truth can be very helpful if you explain why you see something differently to someone else's opinion. Oh, I really respect that that's how you see it. I see it differently and here is what I have learned or researched that helps me back that up. So I understand that what I'm saying here might not feel very appealing, especially if you're new to this, but the creational power of words is how we show up with our words and how we direct our words in a truthful, authentic, vulnerable way rather than a manipulative, controlling, or black and white way. The latter does not come from multidimensionality, which is where we're going. The former comes from multidimensionality. You're allowed your opinion and that's cool. And I have mine and it's a little different, but here's why mine is different, because yours seems really set. So let me just offer to you why I've arrived at a different opinion to you and, oh sure, no, we don't need to argue about it, no worries, we don't need to talk about this anymore, cool. Oh, we just don't need to talk about it. Or I might say something that makes the other person go, huh, in much the same way, I have been the benefit, or, uh, the beneficiary of many other people's uh, pieces of information that have opened my mind to things over the years, over the months. So the power of our words as a people has never been more important. And especially while there's a war of words going on, it's very important that you learn to speak your truth in whatever way that looks for you right now. If you're exhausted, ignore my words, just recover. You'll come back from your exhaustion and then you'll know, oh, this is how I wanna speak about this. Oh, this is conflicting for them and they wanna fight. No, I don't wanna fight, I'm clear I'm not fighting. So don't worry, we don't have to speak about this. So it's not about getting into the division energy, but it is perhaps about being part of that 30% that I spoke about earlier where your words, what you share, what you offer, or even just the love that you offer. Maybe you say nothing, 
but you can see that someone's really stressed or distressed about the world. And in that moment that you offer them love, whether it's a hug or a few words or a loving look, you see them start to soften because we get so much information from each other. That was the other thing they were saying. We're like radios. So they gave me the example that if you're in a, let's say you're in a restaurant and there are 30% of people in that restaurant who are, let's say, awake, the other 70 will feel it. Now equally, you can go into a restaurant and you can feel it when there's kind of a fractious energy and it's not always the people. Sometimes it's the ley lines underneath the restaurant or what just happened in that area that day. But energy speaks and we are learning how to hear it, see it and discern it at an all new level. That's why I'm giving you this for kind of the next six months or so. This isn't so much a quick headline for the month of September. This is ongoing um, new awareness that's coming in. And the more that spreads, the better we will be for the transformation of the planet, which is what we're in right now, but it's very edgy right now. And, you know, they say to me that they say, don't despair because it's not going to change quickly. They say, you're going to see more things that will come along that will limit the transformation of the planet. Uh, but they say there will be so many supportive moments, supportive moments in you, supportive moments around you. And that's really important to stay tuned in on. So the creational power of your words also relates to use magic words to create, to conjure, and to override the lower vibration directed words that you might be hearing, swallowing or being coated with. I've put a few notes so you can find them underneath the video or in the show notes if you're listening to this on the Impact the World podcast. I'll say that again though, the creational power of words. We can use magic words to create, to conjure, and to override the lower vibration directed words that we might be hearing, swallowing, or being coated with. And I'll give you a quick example. One of the things I started doing many years ago at their suggestion was whenever I was hard on myself, whenever I had a sentence in my mind where I was turning on myself or being down on myself or beating myself up or I had a judgmental voice, they suggested I replace it with the opposite. So for example, the, the sentence might be, I'm not good enough to do that. I'm not good enough to do this. Then if I heard that sentence in my head, I would replace it with, I am open to allowing myself to do this and to recognize I am perfectly good enough to do this. So I would replace the sentence with a more positive creational sentence. Many of you may have been doing this in different ways for years, but the creational power of our words is really important to understand right now. So if you're being asked to focus on doom and gloom all the time, and that's all you start seeing or thinking about, you will help create it. If you can also hold space for extraordinary possibilities that can come in and that can change the timeline that we're currently seeing or experiencing for your life and for the collective, things can upshift. So last thing to say, and then we're done. Anger can often be a boundary. Mm, anger is something that we often are afraid of and have been taught to be afraid of. I know some people aren't. I love those people. I love those people who came in wired ah, like this. And especially when they learn to 
come into their heart and use that anger for consciousness or for conscious acts. But anger is a boundary. So if you're feeling anger in your body right now and it's a bit foreign to you, don't be alarmed about the anger you feel. It's often the first signal that we need to draw a boundary around what's coming at us or what we're feeling. So anger can be a part of healing, sure. And maybe you have a lot of anger you need to get out that you're now in a position that you can release. But anger is also a boundary. The question to ask yourself is when does it become a weapon? So an example would be a friend upsets us. We feel angry about it inside. Do we notice? Ah, that's interesting. There's clearly a boundary issue here with this friend that I need to explore, bring into the relationship, perhaps have a discussion with them about, or do we just come back and kind of resent them and wanna, well, I'm gonna get revenge on you. So anger is very powerful if we don't take it into the base energy of being a weapon, because then we just get caught in the fight. Anger that fuels what we could call uh, conscious activism is wonderful. You know, it might be anger that takes you into your conscious activism in whatever area of life that you're trying to bring more positive, equal transformation to. So anger as a boundary is going to be showing up and don't be afraid of it, don't be ashamed of it. Um, Fire is an element that we have been taught to be afraid of, but that's part of our negative conditioning. Fire is an incredible transformational agent. And, you know, I'm here in California, so for anyone out there who's going through the fires right now or has been through fires, I, I get it. I have a very human relationship to fire because of where I'm living. But fire as a transformational power is actually a spiritual power. So don't be afraid of the fire that might be coming through you. It might be exactly what you need to get you into the next place of action, decision, or direction for your life. So there was a lot there today, everyone, and um, I hope you were able to follow it. I might suggest re-watching or re-listening. If there were a few more layers in there, then it was easy to unpack because part of what I'm transmitting in this message is a very massive download that I've just had from my guides, which I will be bringing into these videos and all of my work in the next few months. Thank you so much for tuning in to this month's energy update. Take good care of yourself this month and lots of love.
be sure to come back your way You can choose You can choose to radiate with love Take pride Pride in being someone that Hillary and the massive mellow I feel love more from Bob later on but first let's catch up with Patricia Cota Robles she's just um, doing a new series apart from her weekly blogs and this is a little one I've called The Wonder of You Welcome, I'm Patricia Cota Robles and I am grateful for you and the opportunity to share some very important information with you today that I have learned during my lifetime quest for answers. I was born during World War II, and I did not experience a lot of awe and wonder as I was growing up. Instead, I experienced and observed a lot of fear and confusion. From the time I was a small child, I had the inner knowing that the pain and suffering occurring on Earth was not normal. So my question was, if that is true, why are so many people experiencing so much pain in their lives? That question initiated a lifetime quest for answers that led me through the gamut of world religions and whatever I could find in the field of academics. To my surprise, there was a recurring thread of knowledge 
that seemed to keep presenting itself to me wherever I looked. I eventually learned that this recurring principle is known as the law of the circle. In Eastern religions, it is referred to as karma, or the law of cause and effect. In Judaism, it is referred to as an eye for an eye, or a tooth for a tooth. The complete statement should have been an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a hug for a hug, or a kiss for a kiss, so that we would get the whole picture. In Christianity, this principle is reflected in the statements, we reap what we sow, and when we cast our bread upon the water, it returns to us. In metaphysics, this familiar principle is described as the outbreath and the inbreath of God. In the field of science, the law of the circle is described as like attracts like, or for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. Also the concept of radiation and magnetization reflects this universal law. The law of this circle dictates that whatever we send out through our thoughts, words, feelings, and actions must return to us. Therefore, at any given moment, our lives are reflecting the sum total of whatever it is that we have created through our past thoughts, words, feelings, and actions. This profound truth applies to every man, woman, and child, whether our behavior during our earthly sojourns was deliberate or inadvertent. With that realization, it was clear to me that if we do not like what is happening in our lives, we have the ability to change things by improving the way we are thinking, speaking, feeling, and acting. This seemed like just plain common sense to me, a no-brainer. So my resounding question was, if all of the sources of information on this planet both spiritual and academic, are confirming that through the law of the circle, we have created our present realities and that we have the ability to change the things that are taking place in our lives by improving our behavior. Why in the world is humanity still in the mess we are in? I began by seeking answers to that question first from the religious leaders. They pretty consistently said, it's because Eve ate that darned apple. Next, I went to the scientific community. Their response was, matter evolves out of chaos by happenstance. Humanity evolved from an amoeba in a mud puddle by chance and there is no greater rhyme or reason for our existence. What is, just is. I was very disappointed and somewhat dismayed by the explanations I received from the knowledgeable sources on the planet, but I was not about to give up my quest for answers. I intuitively felt that there is order in the universe and that God will respond to our heartfelt pleas. So in the silence of my heart, I once again asked God for answers. After several days of meditation and quiet contemplation 
and listening, I clearly heard the words, Seek first the kingdom of heaven within, and all else will be given unto you. These are words from the Bible that we have all probably heard, but I was not sure what they really meant. During one of my meditations, I asked to be lifted into the realms of illumined truth for clarity and understanding. Shortly after that request, I began to experience a deeper level of trust and a very calming inner peace during my meditations. Every day, I set aside some time to meditate and to go within to the divinity of my heart. This was the place I came to know through the mystery schools as the secret place of the Most High Living God. Within the sanctuary of my heart, I asked God to reveal to me the kingdom of heaven within. Then I patiently waited, trusting that in divine timing, my prayers would be answered. I do not remember just how long it took, but one day while I was meditating, I experienced a brilliant pinpoint of light within my heart. As I focused my attention on this light, it began to slowly rotate and expand. Gradually, the pinpoint of light became a spiraling sun that enveloped my entire physical body. As I surrendered into the embrace of this resplendent light, I was lifted into a higher consciousness. All of my senses were enhanced. And in a sublime moment of wondrous bliss, I actually felt like this must be what it is like to touch the face of God. When I returned from my meditation, I somehow knew that the spiraling sun of light was now securely anchored within the divinity of my heart. The next day when I went into meditation, the pinpoint of light in my heart was present and instantly expanded into a spiraling sun that enveloped my physical body. As I reveled in the wonder of what was happening to me, I intensely focused on consciously absorbing and remembering the wisdom and knowledge that was being revealed to me. Day after day, the blissful joys of my meditations increased. And then one day, in the midst of my meditation, I had an epiphany. In what seemed like a flash of enlightenment, I realized that what I was experiencing was perfectly normal. This was the way things were supposed to be for everyone. We are all supposed to have this very natural open heart and mind telepathic communication with God. This was not about being psychic or channeling. This process was not supernatural, nor was I gifted with superior extrasensory perception. I was merely reclaiming the natural abilities that humanity lost after our fall from grace 
eons ago. In that moment, I knew in the very core of my being that open heart and mind, telepathic communication with God is humanity's divine birthright. I realized that this is what was meant by the statement that I had been experiencing and hearing within my heart over and over again during my meditations. That statement was, you are a daughter of God and all that God has is yours. When I returned from my meditation that day, I was overwhelmed with gratitude and a sense of elation. I took a few minutes to assimilate my experience. Then, in the embrace of complete surrender, the depths of which I had never experienced, I asked God what I could do to be the most effective force of God's light on earth. After a few moments, beloved Jesus, who is the being of light I was most familiar with at the time, projected his luminous presence into my mind's eye and said with overwhelming compassion, bring to the mankind of earth the realization of their own divinity. After an awestruck moment, I experienced a lucid reasoning and a level of insight that made Jesus' words crystal clear. I thought, of course, that is the answer. Humanity is co-creating this earthly experience through our thoughts, words, feelings, and actions. But we have all been programmed by our fear-based human egos and several manipulative sources outside of ourselves into believing that we are worthless sinners and worms in the dust. We become who we believe we are. As long as we keep empowering those lies, we will keep co-creating experiences that confirm that distorted belief system. It is impossible to fathom how dramatically things will change once humanity remembers that each and every person is a beloved child of God and that all God has is ours. The very first thing our I Am Presence reveals to us when we begin to awaken is that we are not our fear-based human ego. Our ego is a fragmented part of our consciousness that is fighting tooth and nail just to survive in this chaotic world. Every one of us is the beloved daughter or son of God and all that our Father Mother God have is our divine birthright. The only reason it is difficult for us to remember that truth is because humanity has been accepting for millennia the fallacy that separation and duality are real. The belief that we are separate from God and each other 
has caused more problems than just about anything else. The company of heaven is asking you to let go of any misconceptions you have about who you are and to allow these words from our Father Mother God to resonate in the deepest recesses of your heart. This is a quote from our Father Mother God that describes the wonder of you. You are a precious and beloved child of God. Your unique golden thread of life confirms your divinity and reveals the reality that you are an essential part of Earth's ascension in the light. This knowing will renew your faith in yourself and will remind you that you are a priceless human being. Once this realization truly registers in your heart and your conscious mind, you will never again say, what good could I possibly achieve? What value am I? What difference will one soul make? You will recognize those words to be a sacrilege. We are your Father, Mother, God. We created you and we have chosen to express some beautiful manifestation of life through you. You are destined to fulfill a portion of the glorious divine plan unfolding on planet Earth. Now is the time for you to release the unique perfume and music of your being to bless all life. The purity of your individual fragrance and keynote is unlike any other ever released by the evolving sons and daughters of God. Something sacred is hidden within your being that has never been known by another. It is an exquisite expression of life which your I am presence alone can externalize. It is time for you to accept this divine truth. It is time for you to stand revealed as your mighty I am presence grown to full stature. And so it is. Dear one, contemplate this sharing and ask the divinity within your heart flame through your I am presence to help you remember this profound truth. God bless you.
Medwin Goodall, an appropriate track called The Enlightened. Now, we spoke about um, Bob Hillary and the Massive Mellow. Now, Bob apparently is, he receives messages the same as Lee Harris and Patricia Coda Robles and so on. But he, he left the corporate life, went and lived way out in the WAP somewhere self-sufficiently. And he keeps getting these messages and writing the music. So this one just came up last week and it's called A Message to the Witches, Wizards, Lightworkers and Healers Out There. It's time to stand up and be seen. Hello folks. I have a message I wish to relay to you witches and wizards, you folk out there. This is our time to come out of the shadows and to step into that which we are here to be, that for which we were burnt, hung ostracized, drawn, quartered, ridiculed, shamed, in, many, in, the, in the past. Those times are now over. And it's time for you to step out of the shadows and to be seen in what you are, in who and what you are. I speak to women and I speak to men. If you do not resonate with my words, please don't watch this and stop and go watch something else. But for those of you who this speaks to, then welcome. Brothers, sisters, this is not an easy video to make. But I make it nonetheless, because right now I'm in, in, in powerful spirit land in Portugal, 
I'm in an entire valley of massive sacred stones and they speak the same thing and loudly this morning and they wish to convey to you through me that it's safe for you to come out now and not only is it well it is safe but it is also very important that you come out now because this is your time we are the ones we've been waiting for I'm sure you know that phrase we are the ones we've been waiting for no one else is gonna do it no one else is gonna come and save us times are getting strong they already are strong and this is our call warrior calling the earth she's calling hear the sound of this drum hear it have so much power and it's time to bring it forth into this world like a spear because it's needed right now it's going to be increasingly needed your your power my friend which wizard woman man watching this i can feel my heart beating as i as i make this video because i know that i've been persecuted tortured hung burnt raped outcast ridiculed in most of my past lives for being the being that I am, for being a wizard, a witch, uh, a light worker, a, you know, a, a, a spirit person. I have suffered as have you for what we have been and what we are in past lives and in this life if you're watching this and you don't resonate please just move on and turn watch something else don't watch this it doesn't make sense you don't watch it us light worker witches wizards we suffer we have trauma from past lives about what we are, 
who and what we are. We have been, we have suffered much in past lives. And what I'm, what the stones here are saying strongly and loudly and yeah, it's warrior time. It's warrior time. And it's safe now to come out and bring your beautiful, powerful, witch, wizard, healer, light worker, self to the world, to the table, to stand up. and shout it out for all the past lives that you weren't able to it's time now it's time now it's time this is what I'm getting I know this is really a bit out there but I trust that the right the right people are watching this video right now they're speaking to the right people because probably loads of people some people watch this and be like what the f is this guy talking about he's a total weirdo so that's fine, judge me and maybe move on. <laughs> but I speak to those of you, the witches and wizards, you know who you are. You know who you are. It's time to stop apologizing for what we are. So I've got a song for you that I wrote and written about this. I also want to let particularly the women, the witches out there, any witches watch, watching this video, I want you to know that, that you're safe now. It might not feel like it, but like the forces that persecute you, perse persecuted you in the past, they've lost their power. And actually the masculine now, I am a masculine. We are healing and we are softening and we are not here anymore to persecute you. We're quite the opposite. We're here to encourage you, to nurture you, and for you to blossom into what you came here to be. And we support you and encourage you. Big time! We want nothing but your power and your softness and your beauty and your wisdom and your extraordinary women feminine ways to come through and influence and affect and to teach us men of your ways because we're we're open and willing and ready and we're here actually to hold space and um, to welcome you to welcome your medicine and in return we will offer you holding holding, support, like the masculine does. We can, we're the rocks, we can hold you whilst you come forth. So enough talking, I hope you can hear my words, I'm sure you are. Feminine, it's an apology 
feminine and it's and it's cool for us to stand up. This was never mine to take. Sorry for the erring of my ways. Your power now we hand back to you. We love you. Please forgive us. Oh, money, pardon me. You've got to read my words. <laughs> Give me a second. This land was stolen long ago. It was taken by them that did not know. To give them, they knew not what they did. We love you. Please forgive us. Oh, money, but may sacred, sacred feminine. I heart song upon the wind sacred sacred feminine I hear your beauty all around sacred sacred feminine I hear your womb song in the water sacred feminine you are returning Medicine 
it's our time again yeah om mani padme om yo om mani padme om yo 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 om mani padme Something like that, something like that. Can you hear me? Can you see me, brothers and sisters? Because I see you and there is no I, there's just oneness and purity and power coming through in these times and joy and fun but right now really feeling the need for warrior empowerment deep grounding deep connection with the earth and for those of you that are struggling and not finding your power right now just come out here onto the earth and connect that's all you need to do I ain't no preacher man I ain't preaching at ya I'm just sharing my truth I hope you can see it coming through my eyes right now we are all this we are deeply powerful we are deeply joyful and we're not here to be pushed around by lost souls, the lost ones that run our institutions and our governments and our countries. We're not here to be pushed around by these lost people, these lost souls. They are lost and we are here to show them the way. But mainly, actually, we're here to show ourselves the way, because that's their path, it's not our path. So let's not follow their path, huh? They are lost. Let us not follow their path. Let us follow our own path and our own calling. It's time. It's time. Transmission complete. <laughs> Seriously. Transmission complete. Please share this video with any soul that you feel could benefit from hearing these words and receiving this message at this time. Thank you. Aho. Have a great day. Bye.
message around Try to heal you I'll try to feel you If you will carry me on your That's the Earth Song from um, Bob Hillary and the Massive Mellow. So everybody's getting the same sort of messages, you see. It's time to stand up and be counted. Times of change. Lionsgate. All sorts of things happening. 
equinox coming up in a couple of weeks, 21st, 22nd. Um, and there'll be another massive worldwide drumming circle for the equinox as well at that time. So don't forget that. You can come and join us down at Infinity. Bring a drum, bring a cardboard box, whatever. Um, all good fun. Within Kakite, Namaste, Shalom, Asalam. May your God go with you.
more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.